and thank you for joining us on another episode of Ranking the MCU, Whoa. a Gameware Express special. My name's Adam Arinder, and I'm joined by fellow MCU expert, Mr. John Michael Carley. That's me. I just got my doctorate. It's, <laughs> it's been a long, it's been a long four yeah. years, you know. It has. It's what I've been working on in four years. It's a four-year degree. <laughs> uh, it's actually, uh, it's actually a five-year. I just knocked it out in four. Smart. Yeah. More efficient that way. Yeah, it was hell. I tell you, <laughs> my dissertation on why Thor two is bad is. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be published soon. So oh, perfect! I'll, I'll be sure to look out for the, that in all the journals. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you've been, you know, a fan of GameWare Express for a while, the four years ago, we did a ranking of the MCU at the time, which I believe was 19 movies right after Infinity War came out. Yes. So obviously, some time has passed. Uh, COVID has also kind of thrown things off. So we figured. The MCU's back up and running. We're back up and running. Mm -hmm. And before even more content in the second half of 2022 comes out, we want to cool. kind of play catch up and yes. do a part two of ranking the MCU. Because now we're at 28 films and six miniseries. So we have a lot to talk about. So Obviously, we have double the movies from our original list. Um, no, 19 and 9. So, so wait, oh, you said nine, 28. Excuse 28 me, total, I, 9 more. I did bad math. That's okay. Um, Again, my dissertation was on Marvel, not actual math. But if you count the, MC, if you count the Disney Plus series, right, it's almost right. double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So what we're going to do is, obviously, we're going to be talking spoilers for the entire MCU. Um, you know, plug, if you haven't listened to our Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness spoiler cast that you is should also listen. posted, you should listen. But since we're going to be ranking all of the MCU property at this time. We're always going to be talking freely and openly about any MCU property. So if you haven't seen it's anything all, all open up to, so we're going to end at uh, Moon Knight on yep. the TV and Doctor Strange 2 in the movies. For sure. So this is coming out right before uh, Miss Marvel premieres and a month or so before uh, Thor Love and Thunder premieres. So we're right there in the middle. And then right after that, we have She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Man. And then, man, it just won't stop. It doesn't stop. So that's we're hoping maybe do this uh, semi-annually. You know, yes. at the end of the year, we'll kind of catch up and, and keep the, the list growing and evolving as – because even beyond that, movies and shows for next year, like soon I think we're going to have a series like almost every month with what they have planned. I mean, we have so a, much. We have a Halloween special yeah. in October. Exactly. And then, I don't know. We have something in November, a movie or something. Uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. And then the so Guardians Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. There's something every month now. So. <laughs> exactly. So, hey, easy content for us, right? Hey, let's do it. So, as a reminder, or if you haven't listened to our uh, the first part of this, we'll kind of do a recap of the the list so far. Now, this is a collective list between John Michael and I. Yep. Um, we, I say we, we argued and yes. debated and you know got down to some nitty gritty and had to convince <laughs> each other on different points. But I think this is you know I think it's a good list. Yeah. All things considered of I how good and, you know, you know, there's maybe a margin of error on some of these, you know, give or well, take a placement. Well, I'd say, you know, individually we might have, yeah, a few placements up or down one or two here. But I think this is a good, I think, cohesive list for the two of us. So Agreed. What we'll do is we'll kind of uh, starting with Avengers Endgame, which is the last thing we left off on. Which is crazy because I think yeah. we had done this previously to get ready for Endgame. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, life happens, right? Exactly. So, I mean – um, Actually, I forgot. What do we got? Ant-Man 2 came out between Endgame and Infinity War. Oh, yeah, so we okay. also have uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp as well on this list. So let me add that before we even get started. Okay. Well, so, I mean, is that our starting point? I mean, that means that will be our starting point. So uh, the list as it is so far. Now, this is final. 
You know, this is our uh, this we locked this we in four years it. ago. We Maybe. had a notary come in and he <laughs> used a special stamp on it, so this is official. So let's let's just revisit this and see how we feel about it, even though we can't change it. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. What we deem is the best MCU movie is Captain America the Winter Soldier. I still think that kind of holds up. I think so. Like I even watched it a couple years ago, and that's still a great movie, despite how that character and in, in the the world and universe and multiverse has evolved. I, I think so. I think that's like maybe like looking at it now in the lens of where the Marvel universe is. Mm-hmm. It's like whoa. I I don't know, but it's because it's it's very much in that grounded realm of Marvel. Exactly. Uh, but I think that's what lends it to being such a good movie. And in a close number two, almost a one A and a one B is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, Classic. Yeah. That's such a great. That's such so a great good. film. So good. Just like aesthetically. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Avengers: Infinity War. Yes. I know we kind of did this right after that came out. Maybe some recency bias. How do you feel about that being at number three? Um, you know, I still think as a movie that was a well-executed movie. Mm. Uh, all things considered, considering how much cast and how much buildup we had to even get to that point. So I think. Uh, I think if we went back and listened, I'm pretty sure that was part of our argument, is that like as a cohesive piece and culmination, I mm-hmm. think this does fit there well um, as a standalone movie. I don't know, but I think we kind of added think, some other like points to it. I think we're still – yes, because that's a good point, right? Because it's hard – like how does someone who's never seen any of these go watch Doctor Strange 2 and go – Correct. So I think we're – when we're doing this, we're not – we're instead of looking at them as, as films, of course, we're looking yeah, at yeah, them yeah. as – it's MCU movies, right? How uh, they compare to each other, not necessarily like what a rando can watch this movie and know what's going sure, on. Probably it's just like which is which of these is my favorite puzzle piece? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got to complete something at the end of this, but uh, this is you know I I, th- I still think that we have this in a good place, all things considered. Yeah, you know, number four, Iron Man movie that started it all. Yeah, uh, again, you know, arguably some people probably have that higher. And yeah, I think that's fair. But mm-hmm. you know, that movie again still holds up. Oh, fourteen years later. Yeah, this uh, month you know. started it all, and it still deserves it. And you know, we're getting to this point now where the MCU is so big, and mm-hmm. we've seen it. Like, we'll we'll touch on things like this, but even in What If, we kind of even revisit yeah. that movie for, mm-hmm. from a different perspective. So, uh, number five, Captain America: Civil War, yes. arguably an Avengers movie. <laughs> yes, just another Avengers movie. But uh, I still think this. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right now. I'm 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 yeah. on point with our list. Number six, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Now I believe this one was a, a huge point of contention at the time, but I think I got you to bring it further up the list. I think so, and, and as I've rewatched it more recently too, that movie definitely holds up. Honestly, you know, at number seven we have the Avengers, which mm-hmm. was such an amazing thing at the time, like bringing all these characters together. Yes. But number eight, I have we have Thor Ragnarok, and now like looking back on those, I'd almost. I think Thor Ragnarok could or should be higher I, you than know, maybe the, the two above it, like above Guardians 2. We're almost at the point now where like a lot of these like I appreciate for what they are, but Thor Ragnarok could almost like <laughs> – It could be even higher. Like on a John Michael personal list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I think you know for this list we had to have some give and take. Yeah. But for <laughs> me personally, Thor Ragnarok would on John Michael's list probably top three Marvel movies. Because I can keep going back to it. it I, and I think uh, if we go back you know, and listen to us talking four years ago, I wasn't the biggest fan of Ragnarok when it came out because it was so different and so sure. unexpected. But now it's also the direction and you know, fitting in the humor to go along with yeah. the drama and the action is what the MCU is doing now. Yep. Yep. And yep. 
now it's like Taika Waititi is a genius. So like going back every time I watch Ragnarok is better and better and better. And I cannot wait until Love and Thunder, obviously. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. Like, so just, again, I appreciate these Marvel movies uh, like Guardians 1 and 2 and Thor Ragnarok that really lean heavily on like aesthetic appeal yes. as well. Because it's one thing to bring comic book characters like Iron Man does as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's not it's not Iron Man doesn't lend itself to aesthetic appeal necessarily. Sure. But it does like you know, bring a superhero into the forefront. Mm-hmm. However, when we're talking about like an art medium originally, like it's very cool to have it transpose into a different artistic medium and really take advantage of that. Absolutely. Uh, number nine, Black Panther. Obviously a yeah. cultural like cornerstone of, of cinema and what it did. I think that we have this appropriately placed right smack in the middle. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, there, obviously, even going back and watching it more, problems with that movie, the rushed CG final battle, third act. Like, There's some very good stuff in Black Panther and mm-hmm. some pretty ho-hum stuff. Like, right, and it's like they finally started hitting their groove and then obviously Chadwick Boseman tragically passed away. Uh, and yeah, then, that's, that's unfortunate because I really, really felt like you know, with this new upcoming Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. they had, you know, the the wind against their back. Like, they had yeah. all the momentum. Like, this could have been, like, a follow-up to the original Black Panther. Could have mm-hmm. killed it with Ch- yeah. Chadwick Boseman at the helm. There's still opportunity for that. Yeah, I, I think it's just they, they've obviously been super tight-lipped. Like, we have no idea how they're they, – they've said they're not going to recast them. Yeah. But they also lie all the time when it comes to things. So For sure. It, it could be they did recast them and don't want the spotlight to be on that until, obviously, you know, it comes out. Or sure. do they take a different character to take the helm of the Black Panther? You sure. Know? And then, uh, you know, I guess we can – here's a little rabbit hole. You know, we've talked uh, separately offside of this, um, but – now that we're getting into different multiversal realities, sure. like we can play with that and still pull in mm-hmm. a Black Panther. My hope is still that like we get Michael B. Jordan sure. to kind of pull that helm, like maybe obviously not the one that died. <laughs> sure. But if we could have a, you know If there's ever a time in in, in the arcs of the cinematic universe, you're right now it is because it's obviously multiverse is the big thing right now correct Mm -hmm. so uh, i think that would be really fun i think that's a way to get michael b jordan who i think is an incredible actor yeah i think he was one of the the shining pieces of the black panther movie Mm -hmm. to really (laughs) become like a mcu star piece yes absolutely so since we unfortunately i also think chadwick boseman is amazing but (laughs) sadly he is passed Mm -hmm. uh number 10 uh spider-man's return to the MCU and the Marvel Back. properties, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, you know, we have two more Spider-Man movies to talk about yeah. since this came out, so I can't wait to get into those. Number 11, Ant-Man, one of the best heist films ever made. I think, <laughs> uh, yeah, again, it's some problems in this movie, but yeah. it's, again, at the end of the day, it's a fun movie. Yeah, and for sure. I think we've got it appropriately placed on here. Number 12, the original Doctor Strange. Yes, I uh, still agree. Solid movie, great visuals, you know. Again, this goes back to some of the things that I enjoy seeing in Marvel movies is playing with different aesthetics. Yeah. And this definitely did that. I think it was one of the first ones to really be like, hey, let's go crazy with some of this shit. Right. Like, and then we have Multiverse of Madness to talk about that, briefly soon, yeah, so we'll absolutely. get there with that. Um, let's see. Captain America, the first Avenger, coming at number 13. Uh, Iron Man 3, number 14. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron at 15. Thor at 16, mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 at 17, Incredible Hulk 18, and rounding off our list is Thor The Dark World at 19. 
Yeah, these are some pretty bottom tier ones. Yeah. That have, you know, kind of moved the narrative along, but there's some some like man, like <laughs> Iron Man three, like. <laughs> Oof, they did not like really retain much from that, did they? Like, no, in fact, they retconned a bunch of it. I feel like. Yep, we I, haven't I, seen much from AIM since. Uh, there's uh, a scene in. Uh, I went back and watched. Uh, we'll talk about it, but mm-hmm. Shang Chi recently yeah. again, and there is a moment where they're going through like that that little Fight Club area mm-hmm. that I didn't notice before, but there uh, maybe you notice this, but there is a Black Widow. Mm-hmm. fighting a person who is loaded up with extremists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so at least they do reference that, but then they go and retcon, you know, the Mandarin and that whole, yeah, pul- yeah and all everything. they should have. But. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still like, I still appreciate Iron Man 3 because it's the first movie after Avengers, which is a big event, and you show, you see the PTSD from Tony. Oh, there are. Of, like, having to make that, you know, bring the nuke into space and aliens coming lots down. lots of stuff. Lots of things I like about mm-hmm. Iron Man 3, but I do think that, you know, there's plenty of shortcomings sure so i think the easiest way to go about this now is we're getting into our new movies i think instead of having to jumble up all of them like in in sort like we did before we have a nice healthy list we could just take the next movie and then kind of debate where we slotted it in yeah yeah okay and i'll talk about each one as we go so yeah after infinity war kind of left you on that empire strikes back we just lost downtrodden moment we had a whole year until endgame and in between we had ant-man and the wasp yep i feel like it was just really awkwardly placed in that, like taking it, it you know, uh, um, canonically wise, it took place around the same time. And then you see the post-credit scene of yeah, them being really affected by like the snap. Shows you exactly where it fits in. in the yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, you know, it was, I think it was a fun little movie, but it has a lot of, I have a lot of problems with it because it breaks its own rules too much. And then just like, doesn't care. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. And again, I think that these movies work well because Paul Rudd makes Ant Man yeah. such a good character. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, he he just like brings Scott Lang to life. And yeah, sure. Uh, you know, uh, what's her face from Lost is a really <laughs> good hope. Lily. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's a really good hope. They have they have and, really cool fight scenes and stuff, and I like. But then when it comes to like the rules of Pym particles, and they retain their mass, but he's carrying around this entire building in a briefcase, like a rolling thing, and. They shrink down without his helmet on, which I thought the whole reason he has the suit was to do with the shrinking thing. But you have that funny yeah. scene where he keeps shrinking and growing, and we need well, to see his face. Well, we got to see his face because he signed the contract. Exactly. He has X amount of screen time that shows his face. Uh, so. And you know, we get a little more insight on uh, Hank Pym's background, uh, working with Goliath, who was played by Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, that was I, I liked that. I you know a lot of I, self-referential humor of like he's wearing a baseball cap with the aviators. <laughs> yeah, like who this, am I? This isn't a disguise. It's just us going to ball game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very good. Like there's very good writing in there, uh-huh. but like I do think as far as like. I think it's a well-written movie outside of the MCU. Sure. I think it has trouble slotting itself mm-hmm. into the MCU. Like I didn't really feel anything for Ghost and her story. Eh, like no, yeah. but like it's it's unfortunate because Ghost is a very cool character, mm-hmm. and like we just get nothing with that. I also think that you know, for, well, I guess we're gonna get this <laughs> in the third one, but we have so much buildup on this quantum realm, right? That was really just used for one plot point in mm-hmm. you know, uh, in game. Right. That we could, you know. Well, just one plot point, like the main plot point. (laughs) Yes, but like my point being is like now that we've moved into a lot of this other stuff, we could still be using that that build up for the quantum realm. 
And we'll have uh, Quantumania coming out. Exactly. Like so maybe so, yeah. we'll get back into it. Sure. Um, so I, I may be speaking a bit too soon, but I just wish that we could have seen more from some of the setup in that movie. Yeah. So obviously we we can see our list at home. We'll try to talk through it. For yeah. me, I would probably put this between First Avenger and Iron Man 3 at number 14. Okay, that's that's really where I'm looking. Maybe, yeah, honestly... I'm actually, I think that's spot on. Mm -hmm. I think that's spot on. If yes, actually, I don't have any <laughs> any caveats. No, that's perfect. That's exactly where I would put it. I think there's enough fun there, but it's not like top tier Marvel movie. Sure, movie, but uh, there, there's some. It's good fine, movies. and it's better than some of these stinkers, you know, at the bottom. Adam, I'm looking at like movies we still need to talk about on this list, and we're still missing. Another one. What are we missing? What did I leave off? Uh, Miss Captain Marvel herself had a movie. Did we not do Captain Marvel? No, that's not on our list at all. Interesting. That came out before then, but yeah, well, it's I guess not on our list, so okay. we have to slot it in. So perfect. Well, we'll can kind of go out of order there. So let's maybe talk about that one next. Let's talk about Captain Marvel. So yeah, around that same time. Um. Oh wait, no, that did come out after. No, yeah, it came out afterwards. It came out before. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. So that's actually next in line. So no, it's yeah, it's perfect. So. I left it out, but it works out. So yeah, Captain Marvel. You know, obviously, it's like a you know prequel. It takes place in the 90s. Yes. Uh, Brie Larson, you know, makes her MCU debut of of the character. We see, uh, kind of a, a tease towards her at the end of Infinity War yeah. in the in the credit scene where yep. where uh. Yep. Samuel L. Jackson's character, his name is Nick Fury, gets snapped, and he has the yep. beeper and is calling Captain Marvel. Right. You know, we have her little icon show up, and everyone's like, whoa, cool, yeah. And it was, you know, the whole rethink is, obviously, she's a badass, strong character. Where has she been? Yeah, she's so, like, you know, and we find out, really, in this movie that, like, mm -hmm. her power level is, like, top <laughs> tier. Like, there's some real power creep in the MCU there. Sure. Not that she doesn't deserve it. Like, mm -hmm. her character is very strong, so. I, you know... I, the message overall obviously was good, especially you know empowering young women. The whole theme is like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, she's being uh, uh, restrained by that thing on her neck by her her commanding officer and all this. And when she breaks out of that, she becomes the person she truly is and yeah. gets knocked down and get up. And that you know scene with all, her standing up over yeah, and over again yeah. at different ages, you know, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Great. I thought that was a great scene. Um, but other than that, I thought the movie was pretty dry, pretty lame. The I, the there, '90s was almost too in your face, where it was like yes, pandering. So I actually I didn't like it. Melissa rewatched. My wife was mm -hmm. watching this the other day. She had not seen this one before, so I was in oh, the yeah. room, and so I kind of got to see it again pretty recently. So mm -hmm. this is pretty fresh in my mind. Um, and it's still like there's just not much that hits in this movie. Mm -hmm. the The highlights of this movie are Brie Larson. Yeah, she she carries this movie for mm -hmm. what it's worth uh and then obviously sam jackson yeah uh who they de-aged again and but then, say <laughs> that that was also a little rough to, especially when he was trying to run through that like library or that you know yeah. whatever that was because he's 70 years old and they put right. that little hairpiece on him it was fun to see clark greg back yeah he, he you oh, know. That was gonna be, and he having him back he's great at everything yeah um but yeah it, it's really like going through and then really setting up uh, uh, the scroll like they're actually the good guys. Yeah. Which, oh come on. Yeah, that that's one of those kind of like with Iron Man three, right? Where it's like it's not a good misdirect when you completely just change the character to get like a gotcha. Exactly. And that's what yeah. they did with Amanda until they replaced it. Now, 
that's what I'm hoping. The scrolls being the good guys is weird because we're getting Secret Invasion, but like, which hopefully again we kind of twist it back around yeah. so it makes more sense. So maybe it is a setup. It's a long con or something. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I didn't. I just. Eh, it just didn't yeah. sit right with me. It didn't feel very like. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm glad they did that with the the bad guy characters. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Doctor Doom's a good guy now. He's helping <laughs> the Fantastic. He's part of the Fantastic. He's gonna suit up in his own jumpsuit. Like, is Fox still making these like. movies? <laughs> yeah, that's that's so. Um, if we want to talk about placement, yeah, I think it can slot in. Uh, honestly, right under Iron Man three. Okay, I was gonna say right above it. So either one, either I'll one. one. Fine with. It's it's somewhere around this Iron Man three level of like good and bad, but ultimately yeah. just not like I, I didn't fall in love with it like I wanted to. Sure, that, sure. I think that's one of the things is like I came in here like was pretty hyped about seeing a Captain Marvel movie. Because mm-hmm. um, at the time, like Captain Marvel, you know, this is a few years out now. She wasn't like the biggest thing. She didn't yeah. have media surrounding her. So it's good to kind of have, like at the time, it was like, they have so much to do with this character. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it didn't come into fruition. So hopefully moving forward with uh, the Marvels, yeah, uh, we'll get more of good I agree. Captain Marvel. I agree. I, I yeah. I, I went ahead and put it after Iron Man three, just because I I like Iron Man three. I think more than a lot of people do. I think that so, I think we both do. Yeah. So um, and I, I like I, that. Spot. I, it is a hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> uh, again, I think it's we're being conservative with Iron Man three, and I think mm-hmm. we're putting it correct spot. But. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then yeah, the big thing, the almost uh, the the culmination of Phase three. Yes. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Three-hour marathon, you know, it was almost two, like a movie and a half. Yep. You get a 30-minute kind of epilogue from Infinity War where they go after Thanos to actually kill him, and you're like, okay, now what? And then you realize, oh, it's a five-year time jump. It, yeah. it wasn't a quick fix. Time heist. Third act was probably one of the best Oh yeah. real-life superhero movie moments ever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. ever. But the problem was with me, I didn't really <laughs> like act two that much i thought the time heist was a little like hokey and lame i do think that this movie it's interesting because like infinity war and endgame are like these two kind of bookend pieces well not quite bookends but like obviously they're like the culmination of this saga of since 2008 to 2018 really like so it's it's these two pieces and i think infinity war is a much better movie mm -hmm. in a lot of ways And that being said, I absolutely enjoyed Endgame, but uh, I think we're sort of on the same page here in that, like, obviously uh, I've I've rewatched Endgame since. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like I really want to, like, keep going back into that well now that I've seen Mm -hmm. it twice. It's a a really long movie. And like I said, it has great moments, but it's just, it's a slog. And it feels like a lot of these these movies when they come out they're almost like events right yes, like of course. It's, like it is like a comic event it, it's like i'm yeah i'm not gonna sit here and watch in game a bunch but it's like when it came out at that time and you hadn't seen it, it was fresh yeah. like the best three hours oh you know, yeah, ever yeah 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 it was a because great of this culmination of that yeah sure sure but yeah in terms of ranking it with everything else i think this is kind of in the middle I'm me curious. i would put it after ragnarok and before black panther at nine I would almost drop it down one further than that. Between Black Panther and Homecoming? Honestly, I, honestly, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my list and moving over here. Uh, honestly, I almost want to put it 
below Homecoming, in between Homecoming and Ant Man. See, I'll fight you on that because that fine. like Homecoming was fine, but I they're better Spider Man movies, and mm, that's true. I you know I I think a compromise for our because I would put it above Black Panther, you would put it below, I would put it at nine, and you would put it at eleven. I think putting it at ten, 10 is a good compromise. Sure, yeah. After Black Split Panther and before Homecoming, sure, yeah, I think I'm, I'm I will, yes. I am okay with that decision. Cool. Unfortunately, my uh, Word doc here isn't doing the thing where the numbers automatically fix Uh-oh. themselves, so I'm just going to type these Ugh, into the numbers What later. year is it? I know, right? Okay, so then Phase 4 isn't quite over yet. We do get what they're calling an epilogue, I guess. Yeah. The last Spider-Man movie before the contract had to renew. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I feel like, again, I think I like this movie more than a lot of people did. At least uh, in terms since No Way Home's come out as well. Yeah. Far From Home is my favorite Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I, I really like Mysterio as a villain. I thought they handled him really well for as goofy and ridiculous mm-hmm. of a character he is. I feel like they brought him in in the perfect way of him pretending to be a superhero. Yeah. But he's just a special effects artist. You know, having a time with Tony Stark, again, whatever. But that made a little more sense than, you know, shoehorning Tony Stark into Homecoming, in oh, my opinion. This, this is... You know, we have three Marvel Studios Spider-Man movies at mm-hmm. this point. Um, this is the best of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal was amazing yeah. in this movie. I don't even like Jake Gyllenhaal that much, and I really liked him. He was in so this. good as Mysterio. He like going between good guy, bad guy personas. Mm-hmm. Like he he could he he's very good that scene in the bar where like the reveal happens yes is is very good yeah and you know it's one of those where like it's, i saw, when i first saw the trailer i was watching it with my dad yeah we watched the trailer and i looked over i'm like do you want me to tell you the plot of this film <laughs> and he was like yeah. no and it turns out like i was right like it was yeah like it, it, it's uh, it wasn't like hard to discern if you know the yeah, characters exactly. but it was also such a good moment for like again my wife had no idea what yeah. was going to happen. It's like similar to your dad. Like, well, yeah, my dad was like, "Whoa, Mysterio! He's, he's a cool new villain." And I was like, "Yes, he's buying in. Yeah. He's falling for it." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think this is like, I think this is the best Spider-Man movie. I think this has to rank above where we currently have <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming. So see, to me, again, I'd put it <laughs> under Thor: Ragnarok and above Black Panther. Yes. At number No, at number I, I nine. think that's exactly where I would put it. That's two or three above Homecoming. You know, I think it is stronger than Endgame. You know, also, when I look at this list, it's almost like, okay, if I'm comparing Iron Man at four and Guardians 2 at six, I would rather watch Iron Man if I had to choose between those two. And like, to yeah. me, that's like how I'm kind of uh, going in my head. Like, I would rather watch Far From Home. I mean, no way. Yeah, Far From Home over a Black Panther. But, I think, you know, I'd rather watch Ragnarok more. I, I think at this point we've kind of made, like, the top tier list a very high barrier of entry. And I think yes. that's the way it should be. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's easier for us to slot in into this this mid-range because there's been some pretty solid movies mm-hmm. that have come out. And then, you know, the bottom tier can stay that way because Marvel's up their game since then. Yeah, I don't think we'll see much crawling around the Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk, no, Dark World they, well, anymore. Well, hold on, we have some more to discuss. <laughs> um... The uh, the my, I say my biggest complaint, really, like, really my only complaint with Far From Home before we move on is, I understand why it was set in Europe, but to me, like that was the only weird thing. It's like, yeah. still Spider Man's always with New York, and it's weird seeing him elsewhere. But I also kind of liked, yeah, seeing like him little, elsewhere. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's, it's like I'm kind of back and like, forth. Again, he it made they they wrote it in perfectly. In yeah, my opinion. like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like what? Why are they? 
because he's a high school student and he's going overseas <laughs> to like on this trip, which mm-hmm. is a real thing that happens in high school. Exactly. Like. And, and then almost that's why it's like almost appreciated more because it's almost more real life as opposed to just, well, he's always Spider-Man. And, you know, like – Exactly. And like, that's what they, the MCU does really well is takes their characters and make them as we move into cosmic and multiversal. It changes a little bit. But it makes them a still a little more quote-unquote grounded, especially to, compared to like metahumans in DC at this point yes, where yes. like everyone's a god. Like it still you just feels like ports wherever they're needed yeah. at any moment. Like it just feels like yeah, you're right. He's Spider Man is a high school kid, and he's on his summer trip with this girl he has a crush on. At the yep, time, and know? then like, some some shit happened, and he's yeah, got exactly. Him. Well, I I have to do my Spider Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Got to you know the words of Uncle Ben will always ring in my head. So. Exactly. Or Uncle Tony Stark. And then we got all the night monkey jokes for that like whole year. So. Yeah, and then everyone forgot about that. <laughs> and then COVID happened, so we had a two year break. Big break. Uh. In Gameware Express and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A lot of things universe. took a lot of breaks. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so then we get to Black Widow. And, yeah, I almost, like, spoke too soon when it came yeah, to... Yeah, because remember, we... <laughs> I've almost forgot about Black Widow. Uh-huh. It, it's one of those things where this movie felt like it should have come out in 2010 in yeah. terms of the canon universe and in terms of how the movie was written and shot because it looks like a movie out of 2010 and it was not Man, good. Man, there's some really, really bad CGI in this movie. Yeah. Like... Like I, Black Panther at its worst moments level CGI in this movie. Yeah, actually, worse, way worse than that. Mm-hmm. I have to say. And just, I mean, there's one point where I think I almost fell asleep during it. Like they're all just sitting around the dinner table in Act Two, and they're just all talking for like literally 20 minutes about it, whatever in poor Russian accents. And I'm just like, yeah, it's what just, is happening? I, I really like. I I know a lot of people did enjoy this movie. I mm-hmm. like, and I think they liked that kind of family dynamic sure. and stuff but like i honestly just did not care and uh, uh and, and obviously we know and i don't want to like seem hypocritical where it's okay here and not okay here because we know the the marvel cinematic universe likes to twist the characters and and, sure. and not follow the comic rules exactly but what they did to taskmaster in my opinion that was, was just like unforgivable for someone who knows the characters and likes the character like no if like, you never experienced taskmaster go play marvel spider-man on ps4 slash ps5 and that is a great like rendition of taskmaster like yes whatever this again it felt like the iron man 3 twist it's of, a really bad take on the character like yeah. a really really bad yes i agree this is from, almost like mandarin level yeah from like the twist we learn about it just to even to like we can't take the skull on the masks we need to appeal to china yeah that, on no, its, no, no, like no, audiences yeah. like that's a whole other like yeah so okay i'll read i'll read i'll take back what i said because you're okay. right this is bottom now, tier that being said there are two bright spots in this movie okay uh one it's not scarlett johansson she <laughs> phoned it in for this movie yeah uh the two bright spots are david harbour and florence Pugh. Pugh. yeah you're right there uh because florence pew like has she was like i am going to be an mcu star <laughs> like, <laughs> and she earned it and we'll see her pop up again uh when we talk about hawkeye yeah and exactly I, she was also one of the bright spots in hawkeye mm-hmm. uh so she's that was the best thing to come out of that movie was having you know white widow right um and then again i like david harbour apparently he'll be back uh, as red guardian okay uh in more things but i thought he was also uh charming and funny yeah and like yeah but i see i felt like they kind of they established that he's like captain russia like he's russian with the super soldier serum but then they didn't really do go into much detail or much else with him which i was sad about it's yeah, like they well, established we'll this is what more. he was and then that was it yeah mate like i think that's setting it up for more because yeah he's really like a propaganda piece yeah like and that's 
I don't know. It'll be interesting coming out with everything that's going on in mm-hmm. Russia right now. And, uh, that's very true. How we'll tackle that mm-hmm. uh, coming up later, but I don't know. Um, yeah, so, I'm curious where I know where I, I have in my head where I would put this. I'm curious your thoughts before I unveil my thoughts. Um, below Age of Ultron and above Thor. Okay, see, I would put it below Iron Man two and above Hulk. So about two spots below where you're thinking. Yeah, I mean, like it wasn't. There's uh, to me, there were some cool things in there. Mm-hmm. Like there's some cool fight scenes. So, but okay, so let's play this game again. If I okay, we got two hours to watch a movie, John Michael. Yep. Do you want to watch Black Widow or do you want to watch Thor? Uh oh man, uh, <laughs> Thor's also just not good, but. I don't like. I just don't want to revisit bad Thor. Like that's right. my thing. Like I'll revisit like Black Widow, who's sometimes good. So I, honestly, at this point, I'd rather watch Black Widow. Okay. I I I don't feel strongly one way or the other. So if you like, I would rather watch Thor. Sure. Even though I don't want to watch that either. Yeah. If I had to pick, uh, so I, I would probably. I, the, but I, I say I want to do it. Like I just I I I want to find more appreciation sure. for this movie. I know it's there. It's just. <laughs> buried too much for me to care and try and find right now. that's fair okay i, I mean i'm not going to argue too hard on that we can, I, I agree we can put I it number, number 20 here, yeah but, uh, all right so we'll put it number 20 which is below age of ultron and above thor so okay so we got a new one in the bottom tier yeah so while you know let's do a quick little scoreboard recap while we're while we're here okay just you know because that folks at home they don't have a, a google doc in front of them like why we not do. <laughs> you should have been writing notes the entire time they yeah. listen to a podcast leisurely on their drive or wherever. So right now it seems like a lot of our changes have been in the mid and the bottom, right? The top has pretty much stayed set. I'm so you, we're it's still a, it's a tough barrier for entry. At the top, Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Infinity War, Iron Man, Civil War, Guardians 2, Avengers, and Thor Ragnarok. That's our top eight. Staying the same. Okay. A lot of changes up here in the middle. So number nine, we now have Spider-Man Far From Home. Number ten with Black Panther. Eleven Avengers Endgame. And then 12, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Moving into the bottom of the mid is Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Captain America First Avenger, coming in Ant-Man and the Wasp at 16, mm-hmm. Iron Man 3, Captain Marvel at 18, Okay. Avengers Age of Ultron, and then you're getting more bottom tier, Black Widow at 20, Thor, Iron Man 2, yeah. Incredible Hulk, and Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Uh, I think if we were like building a visual for this, yeah. like, Black Widow should be the beginning of our bottom mm-hmm. tier. So now we're kind of moving to, I'd say, some of the more recent movies. I know Black Widow came out. That still feels like it came it out forever like a ago. Long time ago. But now I feel like we're getting into. Yeah. So let's talk about Shang Chi yeah. and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Let's talk about our new top tier <laughs> movie <laughs> because yeah, Shang Chi was 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 awesome. It, it did a really good job of being what I liked about this like the 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 fourteen thirteen fourteen fifteen twenty thirteen fourteen fifteen era of like. Winter Soldier is a superhero movie, but it's also a political thriller. Yeah. And then Guardians of the Galaxy is also a space opera. Yep. And this is also a fucking awesome kung fu movie. Dude, <laughs> there is so much cool stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, this is another one I've rewatched very recently, like probably like last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got that new TV, and I needed to uh, check out a cool Marvel movie. Melissa hadn't seen this one yet, mm-hmm. so I was like, "We just got the TV. You have to see this movie." Yeah. She was blown away. Yeah, it it the fight scenes are great. Uh, Simu Liu is 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 awesome. Oh, like so 
good. His character's so great. The the retcon of Mandarin was was good. I liked the little line. Even them bringing back uh, Trevor from Iron Man three yeah, was like you know that was that was fine. And and uh the, the like the the, the hip hop infused with like the that, the Asian you the, know the bus fight scene yeah. is like that that's like in like all cinema that should be even like, the, even like the fight romance scene between yeah, yeah, Wen yeah. Wu and Shang-Chi's mom whose name escapes me right now yeah, yeah. uh when they're like falling in love was like almost should have a Disney movie but like also still it's, like it was very cool, cool scene. like yeah. yeah uh yeah this is a really strong movie I left the theater being like yes Marvel's back because it's, it does so it's like how do you top the Infinity Saga how do you top Endgame especially when Far From Home was good and it, it was fine and then Black Widow comes out it's like to me this does like this is almost like a connector piece or like an amuse bouche okay mm-hmm. so it's it's signaling the flavors of yeah. what's to come in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it does this thing where it's it, it ties these worlds between you start off very grounded yeah. and you gradually move into this otherworldly like mysticism mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel, at least for me, it yeah. never felt weird and like, what are we doing now? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to, like... You could, you could buy into it and still not completely suspend your disbelief. Yeah, for whatever, like, it just worked. Like, they, yeah. they eased me into it throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I was like, okay, we're, this is the MCU. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. Now we have all this mysticism. It mm-hmm. makes sense that this character is uh, now a part of that, so... Um, for so many reasons, I think this should land in near our top tier. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, to me, I'm looking at like, oh, I'm like number like between Civil War and Guardians. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Okay, Okay, perfect. We're on the exact same page because that's where I had it placed as well. Yeah, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely one I want to revisit. I don't think I've watched it again since it we saw it in theaters. Oh, but I believe I got it in 4K Blu-ray, and I definitely need to uh, check that out. I'll watch it. Third time recently. <laughs> Hell so, yeah. Like, um, uh, there, there's just so much cool. Like, it, it's – I can't say enough good stuff. We should have just had our own spoiler cast on this <laughs> one. I know we're a little bit out of the range for it now, but mm-hmm. there's just so much cool kung fu and, like, there's, like, these, like, Dragon Ball Z fight yeah. scenes. And, like, it did a better – it did a better family story than Black Widow. I, like, yes. much better. You know? Yes. Um yeah, Shang Chi. That's saying something cracking our top six. It's like list, I said, it was know? a high barrier for entry, but I think yeah. this deserves it. Mm-hmm. I, I will say even this. I don't like Aquafina. Yeah, yeah. But and I she was liked good. her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like they made her very likable. So yeah. So congrats on that. And obviously, they announced a sequel. Um, well deserved. They you know established the sister kind of taking over the Ten Rings. Yep. Uh, we got. Who was it? Hulk and Captain Marvel in the post credit. Who's in the post credit scene? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. With uh, Wong is there. Yeah, Phase uh, Wong starts now. Yeah, so they're they're analyzing the um, the tin rings themselves that if they decided are like older than every all technology we've ever seen. Like it's it's funny going back and watching seeing like old Marvel media and like back then the tin rings were just like tin rings yeah like on your fingers and now they're like the bracelet things i i really thought they were going to be like rings for dragons and i'm surprised that didn't come up in the movie considering they fought a giant dragon yep but maybe maybe they're still studying it maybe they'll come to that i don't know later yes that's who knows maybe there was an ancient dragon civilization (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so now we move into another kind of like polarizing movie, divisive movie uh, entry. It's Eternals, mm-hmm. which you know, a group of characters that I like, like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd say ninety nine percent of the population didn't know shit about Guardians of the Galaxy right until this came out, and I feel like even fewer people knew about the Eternals. Eternals. The difference being is that now everyone loves the Guardians, and no one still cares about the Eternals. Yeah, it, it's. It's a, a band of five. You know, it's like the perfect number. You got Backstreet Boys, sure. you got NSYNC, uh, One Direction, the kids love now. It's it's five members. Yep. When you try to do like, I don't know, like a Justice League movie where you have eight plus that, characters. Right? Yeah, I know. It made me fun. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we whittle it down to a song. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we want the um, uh, But when you're doing Eternals, it's like ten. And you have like a two and a half plus hour movie to like have to introduce all these characters, so, make you care about them, tell the story, and like, and, and that's what it struggled, I think, to do. The, uh, it's just like, again, I know it's divisive, and I get why. And there are some beautifully shot scenes in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it was what, Chloe Zhao did this? Mm-hmm. And a very competent director. Sure. But... I don't know. Again, maybe there was some behind-the-scenes stuff on what it, she wanted to do versus what the studio wanted. I wonder if this is one of those where, like, in five years we look back on it, we go, oh. Like, Age of Ultron wasn't hoping. great when it came out, but if you go back on it, you're like, okay, it was setting up, like, six movies. That's what I'm hoping because, again, uh, Melissa was on her, like, Marvel <laughs> stint for the movie she hadn't seen, and this was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working, so I didn't get to, like, sit down and watch this full, however, three-and-a-half-hour movie or <laughs> felt like it. It's a long movie, yeah, um, and not much happens in it. Um, it's, it's it's just like there's. I th- I feel like it would have been better if they just there was infighting, yeah, and not like infighting plus this other villain of I don't know what they were sludge monsters or something. I don't remember the deviants, like which deviants were, plus the celestials. Yeah, or, it's like, like it was it was just too much. And Age of Ultron was too much when it came out. And again, now we look back and see what it was doing. So I wonder if we look back here, but. It was just a lot. I like a lot of the characters. I mean, yeah, the actors, yeah, 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 they yeah. pulled, you know. I thought the talent was there. Yeah. Um, Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Brian yeah. Tyree Henry, like, uh, uh, Camille Nanjiani. Like, Dude, these are all. Com- uh, okay, so rewatching <laughs> this movie, like, Camille Nanjiani steals the show. Yeah. He is, hands down, the person who's like, I understand that I am in a Marvel, <laughs> Marvel movie, movie and I am going to sell it. And he is the best. So I hear he's coming back in yeah. something, right, well, soon? I, well, there was rumors he's going to be in, or there's talks that he might show up in Moon Knight until they decided to do no... They wanted to be Moon Knight to be separate. Sure, 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 sure. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know about these characters. It's funny that he got super jacked and then he just kept his shirt on the whole time in yeah, the movie. Exactly. It's like, well, okay. But, again, you know, it, it that scene, it, when it has, like, again, the human sidekick... They're kind of dragging along for comedic purposes. Like, we've done that before. Like, yeah. okay, we get that. We got Dane Whitman. Yeah. But, and, and then, you know, yeah, so again, then we a... get set up, like, Black Knight and Blade? That was the that was the best part of the movie for me. So, is it like... Yeah, that's why, again, I feel like this is a whole lot of setup. Part, right? Yeah. Again, I do think there's some setup here that, to your point, we'll look back and go, oh, because we set up... there. They've made a lot of points on the Celestials in this movie, mm-hmm. which is what... Uh, uh, what's his Galactus is? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, They're talking about you know impregnating worlds and eating worlds and yeah, right. 
so this may be just you know a mm-hmm. long setup to put Galactus like in setting up like, that, setting up like the Midnight Suns because yes. we got Black Knight and Blade. We already have a Doctor Strange. They've already done. I think we're doing getting Ghost Rider. You know, like correct. It just you know I guess they had to find a way to get Black Knight in there, but yeah. this is a weird place to put him. I guess, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, uh, again we're really just talking about like elements of this movie and not the movie as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there are some interesting elements in yeah. there, but like, honestly, you could have just like written some notes down and be like, <laughs> here's some stuff that's going to happen. And I'd be like, that's sure. better than me sitting through this for three hours because there is some slow stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking around the Avengers age of Ultron area to put this because I, I I feel like they're about equal. I would probably put it. See now looking back, I'd probably watch. I'd rather watch Age of Ultron over this. Uh, I'd rather again. You asked me before. I think I would. Where do we just added Black Widow in there? Yeah, right under Age of Ultron. I don't know. I can't decide if I'd rather watch this or Black Widow. <laughs> I think I'd, I I think I'd rather watch Eternals over Black Widow, personally. I think you're right. So we want to put this below Age of Ultron above Black Widow? Yes. Okay. Yes. Black Widow still be in that cusp. (laughs) Yeah, because this at least still has some, again, some good aesthetics, things like that. Like, there's some good stuff, but Mm -hmm. all in all, it's just tried to do too much. I think that's probably its biggest problem. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It should have been two movies. Yes, or a Disney Plus series. Honestly, that probably would have been better. Mm-hmm. It really this would have shown as a Disney Plus series. Yeah, I agree. So now the bell of the ball, the movie everyone's talking about. Yeah. Still, all the memes. Six months later, Spider-Man No Way Home comes out. Yep. And surprise, it's Spider Verse kind of again, yeah. where we are bringing in all your favorite Spider-Mans from the past. Sure. And all of some of their villains that may or may not have gotten actual agreements from their actors to, to show up. <laughs> um, I, I, if, I don't know if we... I think we decided we might do a full spoiler cast on this, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep some of my thoughts for that. But yeah. I... I've watched this movie three times now. Mm-hmm. And I keep hoping it'll get better every time. And it's still just kind of... I know like, it was, it's, it's, I know you were more disappointed. In this yeah, movie. it's like okay, we get it. All the Spider-Mans are here. Yay, nostalgia! Remember, oh, he said I'm a scientist once. It, it felt kind of like Endgame, where it was pandering. Like yeah. here's all the memes. They've all pointed at each other, and I get it. But to me, that feels more like a non-MCU Marvel movie where they have to have all those little cheap hob note winks at you, as opposed to treating the audience like adults. Yeah. That I feel the other ones have done, and I feel like this movie had the most Sony meddling as opposed to the other two MCU Spider-Man. Okay, well, movies. I'm not going to disagree with you. There. So I think this may be where we have the the most debate so far. Sure. Because I do think this movie is pretty solid. I don't think it's the strongest Spider-Man movie that we have, but uh, you know, I again I rewatched this one recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I made this point. I think the the last you know third of this movie is incredibly strong Mm -hmm. um i think you know it does to your point like it gives us back a friendly neighborhood spider-man at the end of this it was yeah Um, a big reset but uh yeah there are some problems and And that might be like like uh putting 
you know, necessary bias in my head because of all the stuff that mo- most people don't follow sure. or know about or anything, you know, and in, and in following, you know, where we think it's going and potential leaks, whatever, it seemed obvious that all the Spider-Mans were going to show up. Like maybe yeah. if that would have been like a fresh, like I had no idea. Yeah. But yeah. like, I, you know, again, I think that's maybe our own curse is that like, mm-hmm. we're like, we are, you and I are constantly looking for but, like that yeah. next kernel of like, what's going to be, what can we look forward to? Yeah. And the the rumors were just too strong for it to not be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially once you watch Loki and you see like, oh, they're setting up where a different universe is going to look different. Exactly. It's like, okay, come on. So, you know, again, we can we can have a – this probably deserves its own spoiler cast. Yeah. Uh, so we won't belabor the point. I, you know, I think I have this higher on a list than you would probably put it. Um, okay. Uh, let me – but so, I, that being said, I don't think it was a perfect movie. I do think mm-hmm. that there's some messy moments. Um, I know that just uh, like with COVID scheduling kind mm-hmm. of changed how they had to adjust yeah, some, plot points. some, yeah. some plot points that I think long term would have worked better and yeah. made this film uh, maybe a easier pill to swallow in some ways. Yeah. Characters don't completely change their characteristics and motivations in between two films that they're in. Yes. Um, so I would put this in, you know, in like, okay, try to be as objective yeah, 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 as yeah, yeah, possible, yeah. but I would put this below Ant-Man and above Dr. Strange at 15. I think that that's fair. I'm willing to meet you there. That's okay. a right around, like, again, knowing this has some problems, knowing it's not the best Spider-Man movie, and we have two other ones stronger mm-hmm. on this. Uh, I'm, I'm, yes. Yeah. Uh, if we, if, like I said, if we can block out the fact that here, oh, Tommy McGuire is back. Like, if you just look at it, like, even I think Homecoming is a stronger story and what we yes. see as an origin story for Tom Holland. Sure. Spider-Man. And I'll say, I'll, I'll say this. I think that this was a movie we talked about this earlier like this is an event this was something mm-hmm. that we had to go see in theaters mm-hmm. and i think that paid off in dividends that like, yeah it was really fun to have the theater cheer when like it actually did show up to be toby mcguire you know andrew garfield makes his appearance first and all this it almost felt like like an old like three camera sitcom where like yes. he landed and there was literally a pause for applause. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it was really fun to watch it in an audience with people like this who were like just as excited to see like we know it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but like we don't know when it's going to happen. And yeah. like there's still like it's not a 100% chance it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a 99% chance. Yeah. So what if there's a 1% chance it doesn't right. happen? What if we all leave it? What if we're waiting for the end credits for this to happen? Now, I will say, you know, Matt Murdock making an appearance was, was like awesome. a fun surprise. Yes. You know, I, I definitely wasn't expecting that so soon. Um, not quite the same, you know, weird legal battle or, or rights battle as having Spider-Man, but right. like – that was almost the two years of them canceling Daredevil mm-hmm. on Netflix, which was like the and we hadn't really heard yeah. much of like, hey, we're gonna do more Daredevil stuff. Yeah. Like, get ready. It's really just like, oh yeah, we we recognize that this series, mm-hmm. these series exist, and, and was, we'll find a home for them. And it was awesome seeing like Daredevil back on the top ten of Netflix after this <laughs> yeah, came right. out it's because like, I mean, Jess and I, she had never seen it because. That's that series. was all deemed non-canon, so I figured well, there's no reason to get to it. But now it's like, well, now it's like oh, now we need to watch Daredevil, especially canon. with Hawkeye uh, having Bring Kingpin. In, yeah, same exactly. Kingpin. They say yep. so. We'll get to the shows now. We have one more left. Again, I feel like I'm I'm backwards on the the popular opinion on this movie. So <laughs> Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. I loved this movie, I and a lot of people seem not to. 
I, you know, just having a conversation yesterday and that like people are kind of sour on this in some ways. Mm -hmm. And I, I like, I, I respect the fact that people didn't like it. I just don't get like, I don't know. Like this is kind of what I wanted in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, again, shameless plug. You can go listen to our full spoiler cast. I I really Uh, think you should. Like, I think that they, we, defend our points mm-hmm. perfectly do you Not think a, do you think we liked it more because we're more familiar with sam raimi's work and that you could obviously see the imprint he left on that movie as opposed to maybe more casual moviegoers you know i want to say that but i was just having a conversation with my cousin and mm-hmm. he's like he's a bigger movie nerd than both of us combined probably yeah he works in the film industry mm-hmm. Uh, he is no stranger to Sam Raimi's work. He's one of the people who turned me on to Sam Raimi's yeah. work in the first place. And he just – he didn't – he wasn't feeling it. He hmm. didn't think that this was a good showing of Sam Raimi. Interesting. And, I, you know, I love him, but I respectfully disagree. <laughs> I think this was yeah. – again, we talked about this in the podcast. And, again, go listen to it for all of our thoughts on mm-hmm. this new Doctor Strange movie. But, like, this really felt like they let – Sam Raimi just make a movie and put yeah. like uh like uh, Marvel superhero action figures in it like mm-hmm. yeah use these guys but make whatever movie you want. So I I really enjoyed this. I loved um obviously seeing Mr. Fantastic being introduced, yeah, seeing yeah, Professor X be introduced slash come back slash another like, one where it's like an event like yes the theater like cheered when yeah. you know we had a big tuna pop on mm-hmm. screen uh jim john krasinski as jim uh, <laughs> as uh reed richards as reed richards as the internet has been pushing for for i don't mm-hmm. know uh just 10 years I don't right. know, so forever and then seeing yeah you know professor x come in mm-hmm. in his actual x-men animated series wheelchair like there's a lot of fun stuff so where would you put this because again i have i have my idea but i want i want you to to share first this time i okay this is going to be kind of up in our top tier i feel like i i don't have the updated as we've been going along so somewhere oh you're not getting updates when i do this no it's not live for me so Hmm. but that's okay um i kind of want to put this Whew. I kind of want to put it right now. Do we have anything between Civil War and Guardians 2? Shang-Chi. Okay, I want to put this right below Shang-Chi. I want to put it right below Guardians 2. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let me. I, I had to consider the, the points. I had to rewatch uh, Guardians <laughs> real quickly in my brain. <laughs> And yeah, okay, because I, I, you know, you know, that's coming from me, who was not the biggest volume two fan at first. And I agree. No, I, you, you, I had to go. <laughs> remember again, I had to take the recency bias bias out sure. of it for a second. So you're right. I think I would. That's exactly where I would put it. Given the opportunity, there are probably a few more things. Sorry, I keep looking over at my list. <laughs> we don't have panoramic mics. Um, yeah. Okay. There's just man. Remember the beginning of Guardians two? <laughs> like, oh man, we watched I, that in Austin. So yeah, I know we did. And I, I still use so like I have my new fancy OLED TV, so do you. Yep. And my dad just got one as well. Yep. And I every time someone's come over, I've used that Guardians two intro where they're finding uh, giant monsters vomiting rainbows in slow motion to show off like the HDR and the yes, colors the color and the blacks and everything and on an OLED TV. It's so like that color palette in that movie is so good. 
Yeah. Um, and you know, overall, like looking Fucking how it's going. Too. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, you know, again, the story of the daddy issues, which seems to be more and more prevalent in these yeah. Marvel movies as we go. Um, how we've seen the Guardians continue to grow in Infinity War yeah. and Endgame. It, it really, again, keeps making me appreciate... And now in the Thorverse. Yeah, and even, you know, with Yondu send-off and a great more of the Ravagers and everything, like, I just didn't appreciate that much the first time. The that more scene I do, lives in more. my head, like, yeah. constantly, mm-hmm. like... Like, I, I just think about that scene probably once a month or so. <laughs> so, okay, so we have now updated our movie list. Yeah. So let's 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 do one more read-through, and okay. then um, I can figure out how to get <laughs> your uh, Word doc sync with mine before we move on. So our final movie list as of May 27th, 2022. Did it. Captain America, The Winter Soldier at number one. Such a good movie. Guardians of the Galaxy at two. So good. Avengers Infinity War number three. Mm-hmm. Iron Man at four. Okay. Captain America Civil War rounds out our top five. Got it. No changes there. No. It, it was, again, that barrier for entry. It's, be, just it's like, one of those, since those have been out for so long in our headspace for so long, I feel like it's going to take something really, really strong to get It's going to be tough that. because, again, those, those movies have proven themselves mm-hmm. over the years. Um, so here's where we kind of get some some new blood. So at number six, Shang Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. I love that we have this so high, and it's, I love that this oh, I just, mm-hmm. this movie's so good. Uh, seven is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Great. Number eight, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. I put and the Multiverse of Madness. It's in the Multiverse of Madness. Number nine, The Avengers. Okay. Rounding our top ten is Thor Ragnarok. I hate that Thor Ragnarok's so low. I know. Like, I think <laughs> again. Uh, it's just hard to put it higher also. I think like, – because the only thing I would consider putting it above – maybe moving up to above Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness or Avengers. But like Avengers, at the t- when that hit at the time, when you see like Thor and, uh, and Iron Man fighting in the woods. Like uh, Avengers – Or like, Captain America, whoever he was fighting in the woods. Like, that was such a cool thing at that time. There, there, was, nothing, there was nothing like Avengers yeah. when it came mm-hmm. out. So, I mean, it's just tough. Like, again, the top ten is just yeah. – it, tough category to be in so moving into number 11 spider-man far from home mm-hmm. 12 is black panther 13 avengers endgame and then 14 is spider-man homecoming so that's our top half okay so far so i think it's a good top half uh, i think that and i think if you're gonna think of a top of the bottom half of the mcu movies i think ant-man is a respectable like yeah man top like it's, it's the, the yeah. most mid-tier yeah i think Marvel movie solid that, yeah yeah this is a solid B minus, C plus, <laughs> somewhere in that range. So Ant Man at fifteen, sixteen, Spider Man No Way Home. I feel like that. I think you know. I think that might be divisive. We'll, we'll some get some people. hate mail on that. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Uh, look, it's it's okay. GameworkExpress at gmail.com. Send it. Seventeen, Doctor Strange. Eighteen, Captain America: The First Avenger. Nineteen, Ant Man and the Wasp. And twenty, Iron Man Three. Yeah. And then our bottom third ish. Uh, twenty one, Captain Marvel. Twenty two, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Twenty three, Eternals. 24 Black Widow. So that's like three out of those last four are new. Yeah. Uh, that's rough. Sorry, guys. I mean, look, there wasn't, they're not, they're not all winners these days. <laughs> um, let's see. Thor coming in at number 25. Yeah. Um, number 26, Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. 27, The Incredible Hulk. And 28, Thor, The Dark World. Yeah. So we have our M- updated MCU list. However, I thought it might be fun since now we have six. Whoo. Disney Plus series out. Yeah, I think we should have a separate list for that. Okay. I think there. I think, I think it's, it's hard to, to compare those with movies being six-hour, you know, series as compared to of the course. two or three-hour movie. 
So I think we have a separate list, even though they kind of intertwine. They do. Obviously, they're they, they're in, still part of the MCU, of course, yeah. but they are their own media standard. Um, there's six of them. I think you know we should still kind of flesh them out and discuss them. I think I already have my order in my head of I think, what I'm looking at. I think I'm going to talk it through as we I go. I think so. So let's start with WandaVision. Okay. Well, the, the, the first, first one that came out. Real uh, like intro to, hey, we're going to do some series now, y'all. Like It's really the first time the MCU is back after COVID. Yep. Obviously, the last thing we saw was um, Spider-Man in, what was that? No, 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 no. Mm. We saw, why did I say Spider-Man? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, it was. It was No Way Home. It was in July of it 19. It was, yeah. And then we, in the February of 21, was WandaVision. Yeah. So I – This is going to be a tough list. I just want to say this yeah. first. I've actually really enjoyed most of these Disney Plus I think series so. in one way or another. Yeah, even the ones that weren't the best, you could pull some things out of them being, I think, the MCU fans we are. Yeah. Um, but WandaVision was so unique, so strange. Again, so polarizing. A lot of people did not like those early episodes when it was like the 50s and 60s sitcom, and I loved, loved them. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was so original, yes. so interesting for saying, hey, we're going to do a TV series. About TV series. <laughs> about TV series. And you watch the first episode and you're like, what mm-hmm. is this? I love – like there's like laugh tracks and yeah. like it's just – like they're doing like callbacks to I Love Lucy mm-hmm. and things like that. And and as, as someone who's always loved sitcoms, I took a college class where we yeah. analyzed TV sitcoms. You know, watching Nick at Night as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like all of these hit for me, even going up to the Malcolm in the Middles, the Modern so, Families. Like, yeah. Like it, it, it handled that so well. I think the really thing, its own um, um, downfall – was its stretched out episode length and its ravenous fan base of going too too many rabbit holes that were silly and the finale being a little underwhelming. I I would agree. Yeah, so I do think that a lot of people like set themselves up for their own disappointment on this show because they like just decided it was going to be certain characters Mm. are going to be this and that and um but like that that's kind of your own fault right like, just because like it wasn't written the way you wanted it to doesn't mean it was poorly written mm-hmm. uh, i do i like a lot of what they did they agatha harkness uh katherine hahn <laughs> uh is a fan at ta- she's uh, yeah we've been we rewatched parks and rec recently and she's mm-hmm. in that and <laughs> she is so like there's She's good in everything. She's good I, in Step Brothers. Yeah, like. and she's getting her own. You know, it's funny also where it's like she's getting her own show. Oh, like everyone's like, oh no, we're not getting WandaVision season two. But it's like an Agatha Harkness show is That's like basically the a same continuation. Thing. Yes. I didn't realize until recently I saw a comic strip someone posted that Agatha Harkness has ties to the Fantastic Four. Sure, yeah. She, she, she has watched, actually deep ties to a lot yeah. of the MCU. Well, MCU, but the mm-hmm. Marvel character realms. Right, exactly. So we saw, you know, her relationship with, you know, children when it came to wanda's kids and that mm-hmm. being the driving point for multiversal madness right but we also set up in that movie that um reed richards also has kids in this universe yes. or at least in, in whatever in universe, universe you want to say yeah and she has ties to watching and being with those kids as well yeah you know so, so it's very interesting we don't there could be a lot of directions yeah. to take this uh so yeah i i really enjoyed wandavision we brought back original uh, uh quicksilver <laughs> yeah kind of yeah, I think um, I think that was another big disappointment that 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 reveal fell flat. I don't know if that was a COVID thing or a reshoot thing of it not doing anything with that other than making a boner joke. Yeah, uh, but again, 
time will tell, right? So we don't know. Could mm-hmm. we get more of uh, what's his face? Uh, I don't know. I, we probably won't. I think I feel like they're done with Quicksilver. I think so. I think they've already uh, tried that twice. They can't do it a third time. I don't know how we would like. I don't know where he would slot in at this yeah. point in this mm-hmm. in this world, which is unfortunate. But unless I, I, I unless seeing... unless uh, see, we already had the movie where Wanda would go crazy. Unless like Wanda goes crazy and makes everything she wants real, where she brings her brother back again with her kids or something. But I mean, I technically, like... we could still see that as a piece of another sure. media. Ba- I don't know. Yeah, I... we're just speculating. At mm-hmm. this point. We're just we're setting ourselves up for, <laughs> for writing things yeah. that don't come to fruition and get mad about it. Yeah. So yeah, WandaVision really solid. So that's the only thing on our list right now. So we have nothing to compare yeah, to. So, so number one of one. Number one of one. Um, after that, shortly thereafter that, we had the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So basically a continuation of that story. After Steve Rogers goes and returns all the times, all the stones, and lives his life with Peggy in the past, yeah. uh, we're still left with someone has a shield, someone has to be Captain yeah, America. Yeah, we gotta pick up the pieces. Who is that gonna here. be? Um, and I thought this was again we go from the supernatural ish esque WandaVision to much more quote unquote grounded telling with 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 sam wilson and bucky barnes for sure from where we've been in the mcu at this point like this took us right back not maybe not quite back to original iron man but Mm -hmm. it kind of felt like in that that yeah range um i feel like that they had an interesting villain with the name escapes me i don't know carly 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 and in of being that like well she's really trying to help people but she's not going about the bad way but oh yeah she just blew up a fucking building and murdered people so yeah she's the bad guy like they like yeah. trying to toe with that nuance until just be like no she's a murderer and it's like they didn't they, they could they, they couldn't find another way for her to be like the actual bad yeah guy. and be like well maybe she's making some good points yeah the problem is we're like towing that killmonger line where it's mm-hmm. like i don't know was he the bad guy because <laughs> sort of didn't seem like it he sort of like had a lot of good points but it was neat seeing like this was our really first look in a post snap world other than like haha all the marching band came back in yeah. spider-man you know like dealing with that that was like obviously the mo for the villain is all these displaced people, right. all of these like power vacuums being filled by these other groups, you know. Um, how did you feel about like the reveal of Sam as Captain America? His suit, oh, I, his I whole super thing? love that because, mm-hmm. like, again, uh, you know, I feel like this was like an online debate. I don't know how ravenous the debate was. Sure. I, I didn't care that much, <laughs> but I, you know, people would go back and forth on who is going to yeah take the actually take the shield. Well, in the comics, they both do. Of course, like they each have their turn, but you know, we've been writing Sam Wilson as Captain America for a while now Mm -hmm. in the comics, and he's a great Captain America. And the writing in this show is so good, like the dialogue writing, Mm -hmm. and like uh, Anthony Mackie is really, really good, really good in this show. I think this is his best performance. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got to give him room to shine, right? He's not like playing second fiddle to Steve for part of a two-hour movie. He's like the lead of a six-episode saga. I think it's really one of those moments where he's like, I am the lead. Yeah. And it really felt like he's like, he. I don't know. Maybe I'm gushing a little (laughs) bit too much. Where like, he's like, I am going... Okay, so we we can take the pretense out of it. This uh, this show also is a good moment to like talk about Black America. Yeah, and they did it in a, definitely a polarizing time, mm-hmm. maybe on like right in that area in America. Whereas like they they talk about it, they're like they're never gonna let it's a line. They're never yeah. gonna let a black man 
be the be, be Captain America, be Captain be America, right? Exactly. And they do. Yeah. And it's it's very empowering mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like obviously, you and I are just two white dudes. <laughs> yeah. But like, I still found like you know inspiration and, and power in that message. Like, I hope that like you know his character can shine and be like that symbol or that that person that kind of Chadwick Boseman was with Black Panther yes. of being like that you know that strong black superhero in like the in your face like yes he is, we're not hiding this he's like it that's that's and now what we I, have you know him as Captain America in a Captain America that's what I'm out. excited about Captain America for because mm-hmm. like you know again his suit is awesome by the way like <laughs> almost comic perfect yeah without being silly. like goofy yeah his headpiece was a little much yeah, with they'll the ears, fix it, but they'll they'll fix fix it yeah. in the movie like. yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah i thought it was great you know introducing madripoor introducing um shadow broker or is that no it's mass effect um it is also in mass effect but <laughs> <laughs> yeah bringing back uh what's her face mm-hmm. and uh, we get to see more of um val uh, yeah and he's setting up dark avengers or thunderbolt yeah the, yeah we yeah we get uh you know bad captain america yeah. and well yeah because i guess uh, she was, uh, was this was bef- around before uh, technically before black widow but like right around the same time the black widow was she was out, in it like too. yeah the timing of these was also again covid affected in a lot of yeah. ways so some of these again we we start of set up this i what we're assuming to be these dark avengers yes yeah. that's really what it's looking like mm-hmm. at this point uh so yeah we have madam hydra which is uh you know Julia Louise Dreyfus is so good. <laughs> yeah. She's, again, we talk about people who are great in everything. She's great in everything. Um, how, how, how did you feel about uh, bad Captain America? Um, what's his face? Oh, John Walker? Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Obviously, the ending of that episode, I think three or four, where he killed that dude with the shield, and it, he put it all on, and it just blood splattered, and then this yeah. episode ends. I'm like, they went there, and that's fucking awesome. I, I was I was impressed that they went there. Because I, I love how it became like, Oh, anyone could be Captain America, and he's like, no, they can't. Yeah. And this show is like, no, they can't. Even yeah. this dude who was like an honored, decorated soldier, you know, correct. Like he's he not a good man, like Steve Rogers was, and like Sam Wilson. Is. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I mean, I think we, again, this is a show that I feel like you and I maybe probably just didn't get to discuss a lot because it was really in, a in the middle of COVID. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad we're getting to discuss it a little bit more now. And, and it, was, it was cute at the end where it changed the title from Captain the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to Captain yes. America and the Winter in the Winter Soldier. Yes, so. I, I love that. So again, I'm, I'm, you know, is this better or worse than Wandavision? I would, I and I think it's better. Oh, I think Wandavision's a better show. I look, they're both really good. And I know. It's like, it's like one is like a, a one point. One one's like one point two. Like it's it's. Well, that's where I'll disagree with you because we also have to talk about Loki. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna get into some stuff. I'm guessing. So, um, look, I I'll cede to it. Let, no, let, I, let's, I, not I, write, like, let, let's not write anything yet. I, okay, okay, we're a little more divisive or apart than we than we were. Let's let's go through and talk about them, and then maybe share our own lists, and then try to arrange from there. Okay, because I'm 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 gonna be straight up. Like coming into this, I knew we were gonna be doing this, mm-hmm. and I honestly couldn't figure out which one I thought was better between Wandavision and Falcon. Just as we were talking about it now, mm-hmm. honestly, is where I feel like I've maybe switched the two. Interesting. So uh, I'm, that's why I'm not dead set on which one is better than the other. Well, yeah, we might need to make, make to do this. We might need to do this, this list as a whole because we might have to start making some uh, concessions. With like, I want this above this, and I'll give you, you know, yeah, okay, because so. I think we're gonna be, I think we're not gonna be as aligned maybe on this one as we were at the movies. So, all right, so Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, yeah, very good. 
that was uh early summer i think yeah or, or spring now in the midsummer you're out of that from now yeah uh loki comes yeah. out and to me loki's the best show on this list in terms of Tom Hiddleston being great. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it was not a good show. No, no, no. Oh, okay, no. great. Oh, Lo- okay. Loki is the best Ooh, show. Right. <laughs> no, Loki is the best show on this list, in my opinion, because it took a character who's been killed like twice now. Okay, and, like, no, why sorry. Why the fuck should I get <laughs> Okay, let, let, I'm going to back up here, and I want to defend some of what I was just saying. <laughs> we had two things, and I was putting one above the other, and I am with you that Loki it's is... above both of them. Yes. Okay, oh, okay. yeah. So, okay, just so yes. we can go into this. Cause, yeah, because you're saying Wanda was 1A one, one, one and 1B, and because I was like, we, no, they're 2A and 2B because Loki's number one. Well, yes, okay, now that we've introduced this, yes, I am with you. Okay. This is... Where yeah okay okay yeah so I, Loki is is so good in so many different ways and I wasn't sure because I'm also a sucker for time travel stories yes and... but there is just like if you could take that well I guess you can't take the time travel out of it because it's the core yeah. of the show but like there's just so much cool stuff in, in terms of storytelling in terms of writing in terms of visuals in oh, terms of so twists yeah like in it's terms of acting yeah like like it mm. i i i did i was not expecting like my expectations were low yeah. and at first i was like did i love this so much because you know you go in low expectations yep. comes in higher better than whatever but like just going back and like watching it i, I haven't even watched it again but i, I want to because they're making a, a season two like again oh. i don't really like owen wilson that much and i loved him he, as mobius uh, in this uh, you know, I, he Owen Wilson's a guy I can go back and forth on. You know, <laughs> pretty neutral for the most part, but he was such like a, a, a shining piece of this story. Like mm-hmm. he was a major piece of like why I fell in love with this show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Tom Hiddleston as Loki just killed yeah. it. Going back and forth between being the villain and the hero, mm-hmm. like they really towed that line. In like, I think that's one of the better parts of this thing is right. that like he has to deal with those repercussions of being the villain and the hero at the same time as well. And his acting when he basically got to watch like 10 MCU movies at once yep. from his life and him end up dying to Thanos and just like watching him with the disgust and horror and the realization like, Oh, no matter what I'm dead. Yeah. And like the repercussions of his actions, like mm. things that I do affect others. Like right. my brother, like the one person who I actually had in my life, I've like, you know, like dicked him over and like, that ruins things for me and for him and the rest of my family. I don't have my mom anymore. She mm-hmm. was the one person I actually cared about. Like, so just like all the realizations and uh, to your point, like the acting that he portrayed yeah. in that moment is so good. And it, it going from like almost like a mystery of like what the hell's going on to this cosmic yeah. meeting of the eventuality of Kang who they merged with, you know, he who remains yeah. setting up Ant-Man setting up, the multiverse of madness setting up all this whole arc this whole phase basically is like that's why it's not only did they use it as a plot device to set up all these different things it was a fucking amazing show and that's why i hold age of ultron and eternal's feet to the fire so much because i feel like this proves you can set up a bunch of stupid shit and tell an amazing story with it to be fair to your point like maybe those things should have been shows yeah this it utilized that the platform perfectly right mm-hmm. because it had a big story to tell yeah and it paced it to do that i, I don't think there were many missteps on the show no i yeah i think it's is close to perfect this is one of those ones where if this was a movie i think it would be in our oh like, yeah top five like yeah 
Um, but luckily we have our own list that it will stay number one and number one far above probably. F I don't. I don't know what could. I, it's not. It's not getting touched at this point. Like even like going back to like a Daredevil season one or even a season three, which I thought were amazing yeah. in terms of comparing those Marvel no, it, it, shows. Just, like this, still way above. No, this it's, is this is again. And I, I mean, not even on top of obviously, visually looks better because it had more budget. Like well, it's just, sure. it's just the writing and the acting, storytelling, storytelling, like everything. They, like, they just, like it was so, like so smart. Like she's hiding. In, in time, like in apocalypses, because those timelines don't branch, so they'll never like that's so. And the rules is like, oh, it's just so good. Yes, that's the thing. To your point, it follows its own rules very well to the T. Mm -hmm. Like this is one where they were not haphazard. Yeah, and it's really easy to do that in time travel because you can like just shoo shoo away so yeah. many things, but it sticks to every rule it sets up. And it also follows the rule from set up in Endgame that yes. time traveling MCU is is actually dimension hopping Correct. more than time travel. Correct. Yeah. So. So good. I think we okay. So we're on the same page as number one or up. Yeah, this yeah, list, yeah. Period. Okay. I thought we were gonna fight on this because no, okay. I was like, no, this is a really good show, and I thought yeah, you were gonna no, say no, it's no, a bad no. show. So. <laughs> okay. Now let's talk about maybe not the best shows. Up next is what if. Okay. Okay. So this is, uh, look, this is gonna be the bottom. Mm -hmm. Like this is the bottom. This is the bottom. Because there's there's some okay episodes, but there's there's only one really good episode, and it's the Doctor Strange. It's the Doctor Strange episode. Everything else is just like, what? why Why is this? Why it was, is this? It, I, I liked watching it because at the end of episode five, where Multiverse Ultron shows up out of nowhere, and yeah, I realize this isn't all just a bunch of little vignettes, it all ties you know, like, that was like a, huh. Yeah, that's okay. it's fine. Like, that was a neat little thing, but it wasn't worth all of that to get Again, there. Again, WandaVision does something similar and better. I think, you know, this had to come out, I mean, the animation, I don't even like the animation that much, but I feel like this had to come out to... Again, get people ready for the idea of a multiverse. Sure. And get people idea like, hey, things are going to be a little different here. Things might be changing a little bit. Like, And that's why maybe because it's cheaper to produce animation, it's getting a second season. Like it and Loki yeah. are the only things so far that are getting second seasons. Right. But I mean, I guess Falcon Winter Soldier is technically getting a movie right. as a follow-up. Right, right, right. And WandaVision is getting Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> right. and, so, I mean, yeah, uh, it makes sense that. They can tell as many of these little, again, little vignettes as they want. Yeah, this one, and it's also just, like, slightly more difficult to even discuss this one, because, like, there's just a bunch of, like, bullshit that happens. Yeah. And, like, I was, I mean, it's like, I, I was excited for zombies, but I was a little disappointed. Like, and the, I thought the Captain, like, the Captain Carter episode was, like, straightforward and boring. I felt like, okay, what if, that, what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark in Iron Man 1? Like, that's an, it, I feel like all of the what if statements yeah. are more interesting than what we got. Yeah, I feel like they didn't explore deep enough. Yes. I feel like it was like, yeah, what if they did? Uh, this would probably happen. Yeah, it's probably, that's probably it. And it's almost one of those things, because they're just little 22-minute episodes, like, they almost need more time. Yeah. yeah like, so it's they, just... They, it just feels like there's... For opening up such a big playground, like, you're only going down the slide. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we could have done so many other things. Yeah. And then, like, that one Doctor Strange episode, it's like, we can go get on, go get on the swing, guys! <laughs> and they're like, no... Yeah, so, all right. It, it just, overall, kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Not much. Like, there, we've now seen some ramifications of that in other things. Yeah. So, we've seen Captain Carter in, in uh, Multiverse uh, of Madness. Multiverse, and, you know, we see Ultron bots, and, and maybe we'll get and a I lot think we're more, I think we're getting, like, like a, a zombies show. We are, in but, the future. like. We didn't need this to start it. No, so I hope like yeah that that the zombie that zombies shows. episode was almost good, but <laughs> then I was just like, eh, I don't know. Like mm -hmm. it, it just it falls apart at the end. Yeah, like. exactly. 
So yeah, I think I agree. Bottom tier here. So now we move into Hawkeye, a fun Christmas special. Very mid tier. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really, I really enjoyed Hawkeye. It's you know, fun. It's, uh, but it's it's got its own problems, I think. Um, uh, obviously, I think you know Haley Steinfeld sh- shined, shown, shined yeah, yeah, absolutely. As, she, as Kate Bishop, we got to see uh, Florence Pugh come back. So obviously, yes. that was a really good connection. Setting up a Young Avengers or a Dark Avengers or a both or whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. I was pretty skeptical that they were going to get uh, a good version of Kate Bishop. Yeah. Um, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they nailed it. It, it, was a, it was a really great you know passing of the torch. I've been reading um, Hickman's Run, yeah, that the, the comics that yeah, the show yeah, is yeah. based off of. And it's funny how similar but also how vastly different they yep. took some things. And all. yeah. And it was it was like the perfect little Christmas holiday it's romp. Cute. I like it was fun. Like the Rogers the musical scene was funny. And then you that, see him yeah, swing by in New York and it's in Spider Man as well. Yes. And like well, Ant Man wasn't even there. Like <laughs> I, it was very charming. Yeah, there's a lot of cute moments. There's a lot of good in like I I say it's pretty mid tier, but again, we're going up against like some pretty strong options. Mm-hmm. So like again, we're going up against options that really push what we're doing in the mcu it didn't really push much uh but i do think it was it was a nice a, little bow it, it was a necessary show in some ways yeah uh <laughs> pun intended i hope i think it was a better send-off for her than we got for black widow in terms of movie you know and character yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so again i think this is the best version of hawkeye we've ever seen yeah uh, he's the most likable in this because like He's not like so grizzled that like you're like oh, okay we get it you're like just doing like a bad Wolverine impression yeah. or something but and you know he's he's just trying to get back to his home for Christmas mm-hmm. and that's why it was, it was a simple plot he's an Avenger yeah he fought Thanos but like okay the, what else could he do why would he oh he's got to protect this girl because he's in New York yeah, yeah so now we just bring him down to street level yeah and it works so well because that's where he should be for a guy with a bow and arrow so <laughs> and you know obviously we talked about it earlier kingpin's back yes uh, it's the same kingpin but i feel like it's it's still a little different in terms of direction yeah i mean this really comes back to power creep in the mcu because mm-hmm. um, you know it, it, he seemed very grounded as a character in the netflix daredevil series and now he's like getting hit by a car and blown up and thrown through a window and he's all fine he's gonna get shot in the face and still be fine I mean, yes, that's more his like comic power set. But they, like, and they and they did interesting things that they didn't do in the Daredevil series, where again he just seemed like a big, bulky Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Where here they like filmed him like from down up, especially when yes. he's like talking to Kate's mom, where he looks bigger and looks wider in his which Spider-Man I, costume, yeah. where he's Hawaiian shirt with the hat and the white coat. Yeah, which I, I really I like a lot of what they. Do did yeah so um you know it, it's different and i know mm. that like yeah it's it is but also isn't the same character and, and yeah you know it's but that's i guess over time i guess that's they wanted to make this fit better to what the universe if, they've created now. if i can just get tom holland talking shit yeah to vincent d'onofrio's kingpin Oh, it'll happen. Oh, like I, uh, I mean, that that's no, oh, it's gonna happen. I just, so. uh, I just Sony, you know, Sony gets uh, gets one successful Spider-Man movie with Marvel's help, and then they can fucking do everything themselves. Yeah. and then you know, so that's the only thing I worry about. So one of the last things we didn't talk about on the show is Echo, who is also getting her mm-hmm. own show. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't have I didn't have strong feelings no. on her as a character. I feel like, um, you know, it, they obviously you know they want to have representation in their movies and it's yeah, like and you this, got back-to-back deaf characters 
in in Eternals yeah. and in, in this and the I'm, one in Eternals was so much better. Like, yeah, and, but like she was a better character. I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but there's like a thousand characters Flash. in that movie. Yeah, exactly. Flash. Uh, girl Flash, who's also deaf. Yeah. Um, but she like she was a more likable character. Yeah. For uh, like this is just like uh, I don't know. I think again there was no obviously they said no sequel for Hawkeye, but we're getting an Echo show as the follow Correct. up, and I'm curious now, and we're getting a Daredevil show yep. that's finally confirmed. Yep. So it's like. Is Daredevil only going to be in his show? Will he show up in Echo with Kingpin? Will he wait? Will he show up in She-Hulk as a fucking law a superhero Let's show? I hope so. Um, yeah. So uh, that's upcoming. And finally, we have Moon Knight, which just ended a couple weeks ago as of this recording. Yep. Um, slow start, but I think Strong the payoff finish. was good at the end, and it 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 definitely was a un- interesting take. On Moon Knight, a character I have some familiar familiarity with. Yep, but not a whole lot. Yeah, well, the, it's a it's a deep well, right? Like yeah. it's not as easy to be like it's Captain America. He loves mm-hmm. America, and he throws a shield, and he's really strong. That's why, like my my main problem with the show is it was only six episodes. By the time we finally got the build up in the character, like it's the like character now, now I, it's over. Yeah, like I feel like that's like okay, now we need to go more into this. Like I'm surprised the official like Jake reveal was in the post credit scene of the final episode. Like I'm surprised it took that long right. to get there. So, so it's like we know we're going to see more of Moon Knight because you can't to. just do that. But like right. it's where are we going from here? It was you know but I guess it's more my question, and uh, I feel like maybe perfectly so sets up more questions than I feel like it answers at the end of this. Yeah. Like I think we'll see more of this for sure. How did you feel about the suit being like summoned to be more like mummy row? Like, mummy Oh, I loved it. I, I thought and... it was cool. I thought it was very like, uh, it just felt cool for like cinema, you know, how'd you feel about Mr. Knight becoming like Steven's superhero suit? <laughs> Yeah. I, I like the design of yeah. it, but mm-hmm. um, being like, this is Steven time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That that I'm still not super sold on. Sure. Because like, what is Jake Lockley? What does his suit look like? Mm-hmm. What, so do they each one need a new suit? A that's suit. not quite how that has... Is that the easier way to distinguish it on camera or something? I think that's really it for you... a like you know TV medium. I yeah. think that was like the better one to be like. But seeing Oscar Isaac, almost like watching uh, McAvoy and Split. Like seeing yeah. him just literally switch characters, you can just look at him and know if he's being Steven or Mark. Yeah, he 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 did a great job. Mm-hmm. And again, this is one of those things where it's like I super hated like the the Steven personality because, yeah. but it started to like it was like a bad British accent. And then it starts like, to be oh that's why it's a, it, it, oh it, it, I see where we're pulling from now like, yeah it was interesting introducing the character of Stephen when yeah. Mark is you know, actual is, like is Moon Knight. the yeah you know exactly. who we would consider to be Moon Knight. The, 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 the actual yeah the actual character yeah the embodiment yeah. of these mm-hmm. you know personalities where a lot of it yes yeah, started with like Stephen is your main character for a right. while okay. So right now I have four written down, and I think we'll have two to kind of yeah. There, there, there's argue. a few that are, you know. Okay. So right now I have Loki at one. Yes. Okay. One division at two. Hawkeye at three, and what if at four? And we have Falcon and Winter Soldier and Moon Knight to place. Okay, these are going to be the two hardest ones. And that's why I feel like we're going to have some contention. 
um, on where we place these. Okay. Before we get to Falcon, because I know that's going to be our biggest discussion. That, that'll be the toughest. Where would you put Moon Knight in this four of Loki, WandaVision, Hawkeye, and What If? I'm trying to decide if I put it above, right above Hawkeye or right below Hawkeye. I put it below Hawkeye. That's what I want to go with because, again, they both did really cool things. I think Hawkeye was a better all overall better package. That's really where I'm at with this right now. Like, I, I think Moon Knight had a really cool strong ending that like mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, put everything together at the end for you. I just feel like there's probably still some missing elements, some stuff. Still a few things that didn't quite land perfectly for me. It's one of those where um, you, you want to show to end wanting, leaving you wanting more. Yeah. But this almost was just, like, frustrating. Like, yes, we finally I, got to where we are, now it's over. Like, no, I want more, but, like, that, no, this is, no. Yeah, again, like, I still, like, don't quite grasp where these living gods, are, are they truly in Mark's head? Do we yeah. now have, like, pantheons? Additional pantheons. I guess we already have well it, gods, but like well, well, what we've seen in the Love and Thunder trailers, it might be. It could be, and that's what I, I don't know. So you yet. think again, this might just be we look back on this in a few years and like maybe we should have Moon Knight higher. Maybe, but uh, that's for future John Michael and Adam. For now, I yeah. think it's going to go below. Hawkeye. I think so. So now, yes. Yeah, so now, where do we put Falcon and Winter Soldier? Because it, you know, again, it's it's tough to say. And I think I, it. I think our. I think it's it's. You would like it above WandaVision, and I would put it below WandaVision. It sounds like I, that's where we're at. It's it, yes, it's but really for me, it's that WandaVision and Falcon are like neck and neck, like they're on the mm-hmm. same level. But that's not how rankings work, so <laughs> yeah. one has to go above the other. And so here's my here's my contention. Mm-hmm. I think that Falcon and Winter Soldier had really cool setups for a lot of things. Um, I like that we went back to some grounded reality. I think the dialogue was good. I think the message there was a stronger message. I don't feel like a lot of what we've been getting has had like real world messaging in mm-hmm. it. And I I want to give it bonus points for, for like the cultural that. impact. Yes. I, I think that's where I want to give it more levity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think we had this kind of discussion when we talked about things like, you know, like black panther and we kind of touched on it on like black widow and captain marvel like Mm -hmm. i think representation is important in media like this do we give it bonus points just for being representative that's where i kind of toe that line of like where is our grading scale and we don't have one Mm -hmm. is real i'm just this is all me like speaking out loud thinking out loud trying to discern which one's better because Again, if we talk about WandaVision, there's a lot of cool, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It goes into some weird, wacky places. It it plays with narrative yeah. a lot differently. And so this is where I'm at because it we're it's it's I'm trying to compare apples and oranges to an extent. Well, let me here. Let me let me let me thought. Yes. To you. So, so so ground me back to where you are. No. So I, I think so. To me, it's one of those where. I think my love of TV sitcoms and the uniqueness of a Marvel property to let them do what they did with WandaVision is what puts it above Falcon and Winter Soldier to me. Sure. You know, acknowledging that it did kind of fall on its face and it became a kind of a, a victim of its own success in terms of theory crafting on the internet and fans going down rabbit holes they need to go to. It's like you can't hold that. I feel like you can't hold that against it 
kind of like debating whether cultural impact should be sure. a point for it, right? Yes. So uh, in the end, unfortunately, it just turned into two CG blobs rhyming into each other in the air between the two visions fighting and right, then Wanda yeah, yeah, fighting yeah. Agatha. But I feel it's 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 critical to watch, especially with her character arc and where we see her all of a sudden in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Because yeah, missing that context, you're like, wait, how did Wanda get to here? They kind of briefly touch on it, yeah. but you really see her character grow into where I think they were alluding to with Infinity War and Endgame, having to watch her, you know, not watch her, literally murder her love, watching it rewound yes. and happen again. It makes sense for her to go on that crazy arc. And that was device for a lot of people because obviously a lot of people like Wanda's character and see course, her become yeah. a bad guy, which I think will bring it back around to her true redemption arc. I think so. Because she's not dead at the end of that there's Doctor no Strange movie. No, no, there's no way. Whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldier did some I think to me did some really unique things and had some really cool moments, but I think overall it felt a little flat in terms of its a villain and trying to push something there that they could have naturally come to because they had to be like well this is the bad guy duh and but coming around like he said with the impact of having like a black captain america again is good but again i felt it was a little forced with his like i'm going to talk to you speech at the end that felt a little heavy-handed for me I, but yes what they were trying to do with their cultural moment they i think they wanted to make it a little bit heavy-handed so it people who aren't as on top of it with us will smack them in the face with it that, so yes. it, it's that, that that's kind of the the where i'm at with it yeah 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 yeah. i, I you know i don't want to just like obviously again this is so <laughs> tough like right, right again I, I feel like we're both kind of at the same place mm -hmm. i feel like you've just solidified your decision a little bit more than i have <laughs> And that that's that's my back and forth, and I, I still, uh, I I really do I, I think I, it, it's one of those that's tough because I feel like if we again talk about this in two years like after Captain America four that, comes that's out my it, thing. Would, it would because we've gotten to see the next chapter of WandaVision, quote unquote I, I think being that's, Doctor Strange yes so let let's 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 do this let's agree to revisit this I actually yeah I think I'll agree let's put let's let's, let's put an asterisk one. yeah how about this let's do this we have seen a more completed arc after WandaVision than we have for Falcon and Winter Soldier mm -hmm. so how about this let us let's go ahead since we've seen the completed arc mm -hmm. and we have seen that it's good put that uh we'll, we'll say WandaVision at two okay uh, but we'll asterisk both okay. of them that we still need to see what this like turns into long term for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think these shows. I think I think I like our movie list being locked. But I think the shows could be a little more fluid because they seem to be more uh, supplemental pieces, and yes, supplemental stories course. to to set those up. And I agree. We haven't seen the completion of Sam's arc or the next step of B Sam's arc or Bucky's arc. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, Sharon's arc. Yeah, being or, is she a bad guy? You know, like yeah, like uh, do we have a Dark Avengers coming? Like, you know, like what are we? Mm -hmm. What's coming from yeah. this? And it's again, we go back and we said some similar things to Moon Knight, but it's like Moon Knight to your point was more frustrating, and yeah. it's, this is more like this was a good completed series, mm -hmm. but I still want to see what happens next. Yeah, I agree. Moon Knight, it's like that's what you're giving me. Yeah, like thank like, you, almost, thank you, but it's almost insulting. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, but like, I guess I'll just wait till you're done with more of this. Why don't you just give me season one? And we're not getting a season two, but 
uh, right now that they say. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, I wish you would have just given me more up front. But mm-hmm. I, I guess I liked what you gave me. Yeah. It's like this was a really good beta, right? Like, it was I can't one of those. Full product. It's one of those. I think we uh, even being maybe a little too critical on it, being the fans we are. But even when I think of, and this shouldn't come in, but we've already, I think we've already made our list. So I can, bring, yeah. I want to bring this. Up. Like talking to my parents or people who aren't as familiar with it, they're like, "What is this? What is going on?" Sure. And even at the end, they weren't like that was worth the payoff right to a casual fan i mean I, i'll say this you know my wife is probably on the more casual side than mm-hmm. us uh she really liked moon Knight. Yeah. uh even the the moments that we thought were probably more snooze festy mm-hmm. and uh like i still am not super sold on steven like yeah. I, they've made it make sense and i came somewhat around but she's like i love steven <laughs> like i love it. like um yeah i I just think that there's more that they could have done there. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, I think again that that last episode was very good. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I, I. That's what I think. Again, as a whole, it was average because it, a really weak beginning yeah. and a really strong ending, unfortunately, makes it. Average. Yeah. It's it's like episode one. I was like, yes, let's go. <laughs> episode two was like. Uh oh. <laughs> episode right. three, I'm pretty sure, is when you and I were like. This is pretty unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And then it starts picking back up. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I think we have a good list that we're in pretty solid agreement on. Yeah, so a rundown of our Disney Plus series list right now. Number one, Loki. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say tied at number two right yeah. now yeah, 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 yeah. is WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, strictly because we want to see – we want a fair comparison of seeing yeah, the seen... continuation of these characters Correct. and their arcs. At number, that means at number four, we have Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Number five is Moon Knight. And then number six is What If. I feel like this is like the most fair list. Like, mm-hmm. I know that there's probably some pieces on our movie list, which is obviously much more extensive. Yeah. That are probably more divisive than our TV list. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're listening to this and you don't agree, maybe you thought Loki was fucking stupid. <laughs> I think you're fucking stupid. But uh, right in why? I don't know. Uh, I think it's also easier to sort and compare six shows that's even compared point, to yeah. 19 movies when we started. I- exactly. Uh, so that's that's the other thing. Um, but I, I think I like this list. Uh, obviously, we have... Uh, Miss Marvel in like I don't know two weeks a week something mm-hmm. like that now very soon yeah so um, I'm very curious I do feel like this has momentum and could be very good a lot you know, I'm, I'm it could be very bad it obviously we talk about um, MCU making some twists to characters you yeah know, this is probably one of the biggest ones it sounds like she's you know no longer inhuman they they she no longer yep. has her you know stretchy and big in powers it's more That's... energy based attacks similar to like Captain Marvel and Spectrum. Yeah, but I don't love that. So that's why I'm very like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm very apprehensive. Apparently, you know, Kevin Feige came out and said that you know her 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 powers were that in the time where they needed to be that upon her character's release in the comics, and now they're what they need to be now or something like that. That's a great line. Yeah, I'll give you that, Kevin Feige. That's a you know, great line. I, just I don't, don't know buy if it's it. budget. I don't know if they don't want to confuse it with like a Mister Fantastic's coming in because they both have stretchy powers. And they don't want to be like, oh, are they the same? Because you know people would do that. Yeah, they would. But like her character not being comfortable in her body and being a teenager and going through like puberty and all that in high school is what makes her character yes what it is outside of you know being like a minority, yeah, like that, well, a brown person in America post nine eleven. Like. Yeah, no, exactly. So 
yeah, I mean, they're doing cool stuff. I think, where is it? Is it, is it in Pakistan? They're showing it in movie theaters because they don't have Disney Plus there. Oh, I didn't realize that. And they're uh, in there, you know, so they want everyone there to be able to see it. Man, I'll say this. The uh, the cover poster for it. Yeah. So amazing. It, like, it's this, it's MCU meets, like, <laughs> this Middle Eastern, like, almost Bollywood mm-hmm. type feel. Like, it's so colorful and bright. Right. And I, I really like like love I, I hope that the art style for the show continues that sort of yeah because if it has poster. that kind of again like um like kind of Spider- like spider-man homecoming had that like you know yeah. john hughes teenager high school kind of film and you know the the trailer was fun set to i think the weekend song and it had like the mm-hmm. the like comic book pop-up things like it's that kind of yeah you know aha take on me music video uh, thing again this this could go either way for me yeah so uh, we'll see well i guess i'll have a thoughts in yeah. when season uh, episode one comes out in Very like, soon, a week so. and a half and then we have she hulk in Show august Watch, which again we've been getting trailers on that people mm-hmm. don't like the cgi it looks pretty bad it, it looks pretty bad but like i don't fucking care at this point <laughs> like, I, like i know she's not i know there's not a real green person walking around like i get it like uh, I don't know. Like, it's not the best, but it's yeah. not, like, so jarring that I'm taken out of no, it. No, yeah. It's so, it's not any worse than Spider-Man. No way home, CGI, so... Yes, exactly. So, I don't know. Uh, and then, of course, see. Thor Love and Thunder in that, July. That, that, so, so much good content coming. So, I'm sure, at least for movies, we'll definitely have a spoiler cast going forward on, on Gameware Man, Express. Got, sorry, I, I wanted to go back to love and thunder for a second we got that new trailer how fucking cool does christian bale look in this Dude, movie i love their use of color every time gore shows up it's just black and white even when oh, thor is there too so good compared to where he's obviously on mount olympus and everything is hyper contrast and like oh, he's gonna nail that character so good as so soon good. as i found out he was gonna be playing that part i was like this is per- like this yeah. is perfect he's perfect mm-hmm. for gore like Anyway, sorry, I had to like <laughs> geek out on that for a second because I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, so that comes out in early July. Yeah, so July seventh. Yeah, so yeah. look on, look at, be on lookout for a spoiler cast for that. Um, we'll, I guess, wrap this one up today. We have our new updated list for our collective ranking of the MCU in both movies and Disney Plus series. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think. Do you agree or disagree with our choices? Uh, GamewareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Yeah, we uh, – sorry to interject here. I know we we bullshitted for a while here, <laughs> but I think there is some good discussion on a lot of these. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to our original debate, um, Adam, I assume you can post a link to that one as well. Yeah, I think if uh, you know, if you're on the Gameware uh, Express page or the Gameware group or you follow me on Twitter at Adam Arendor, I will post – this episode, and then I'll go back post and reply with the good. previous episode. The Great, first, the yeah, first yeah, one. yeah. Because I would love, you know, again, this is pretty content heavy. Um, so if if you make it through both of these, <laughs> I, I'm very curious to yeah. see if like you agree, disagree. Um, even if you just didn't listen to what we talked about movies, I'm very curious. Just listen to our quicker list on the the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, you know. You and I both love feedback on the MCU. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite things to discuss. So I'm glad that we were able to get you back together yeah, and start discussing this, this yeah. in this detail. Um, so that'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, you can catch us on our regularly scheduled Gameware Express, now airing on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Um, now that we are all have open schedules, we're going to start releasing shows every Tuesday. 
as well as maybe these specials might find their home on Fridays going forward. Yeah, you know, we're working on more things like this. Yeah, I think we've absolutely. Been having more and more again <laughs> covid is you know it's not gone but it is you know with with our protections with our vaccines with everything it, it's easier for us to get together with yes jobs where we you know work remotely now we can have Correct. more time afterwards to get together and do things like this which is really exciting to me yes so, it has opened up more possibilities yes so look forward to more content absolutely so john michael as always thank you for joining me this evening it's fun everyone out there thank you so much for listening have a great weekend we will see you next week Thank you.